0: Hey everybody, it's your girl Lauren Ree right here, home in quarantine. I got my boy Jay the gentleman with me. What's up, Jay?
1: What is up? How you doing? How you feeling?
0: I'm good. Hanging in there. How are you? you?
1: I'm good. I see you got your hair done a little bit. All right, yeah, I
0: did, right? So I will admit (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't take it any longer. However, I did keep it family first, another family member who has been quarantined. And she came over. We did have masks on. I couldn't Yeah. Do it the other day, I was I, play play back to the videos. I was like, I'm looking crazy out here. I gotta do. I was, a lot of head, a lot of
1: head wraps, a lot of Erica Abu, Badu, you Badu. Know yeah, I mean, it was. It was, I couldn't do it anymore. So, <laughs> right. But other than
0: that, I'm doing. But good.
1: but but listen, you took the precautions. Yeah, I mean, you weren't
0: wild, out here wilding. No, so it makes
2: sense. It's all
1: good.
0: Because it has been nice outside, and so I'm so. I live in a city, you guys, so, you know, and we have, like, a lot of kids on this block that I live on, but the adults are bugging. I have neighbors that literally have had a barbecue. I promise you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just don't even care.
0: (laughs) They've had a barbecue. They are tripping, Um, you know, driving around on Saturday. I went to go see my mom because, you know, I go there once a week at least. And right, it, people were like out, like the bikes were out. Like, people, so I just think the warmer it gets, the harder it's going to be. The kind of everybody's the,
1: over it, we're all over, like, whatever
0: we are, <laughs> but we still need to take some type of precautions for and sure. That brings us to today's episode. Kind of a good
1: segue, it's a great yeah, segue. So, it
0: is. so I'm going to let you take over from here,
1: sure. Um, I mean, you know, I've, I've talked to a couple people, you know, via Zoom or FaceTime or whatever, and um. Not that many people uh, like has been you know personally affected by it or knew someone, but there there were a few. Um, and you know, coincidentally, um, today's guest is a guest that's returning from three years ago. Our little Father's Day that we had yes. <laughs> a couple uh, a couple years ago. But my pops, uh, J- Mr. Jason Vereen, he he actually had COVID um, a couple months ago. I guess whatever whatever time frame it was. And uh, he's back on the show just to kind of talk about his, his experience and give you some tips because he does work in the medical field. So I, we all figured it would be a great guest to have. So ladies and gentlemen, my pops is
0: back.
1: Hey, Mr. <laughs> hey, what's First, I to
0: say, I'm still in the background. The whole- Oh, you like that, huh? Actually, is that like your room? I, yeah, I see it, I see it. That's can't my say, office. That's his office. That's his office. <laughs> Can't oh, say yeah. The, can't say the same for your son, but, you know.
3: You know we what? We here. You see it. <laughs> <laughs> Got my <What>? little coaster. <laughs> you know what? Because he was born and raised in Texas, for the most part, uh, I'm gonna, he gets a pass. He does get a
0: pass.
3: Only those people get a pass. Anybody born in Philadelphia or South Jersey roots for Dallas fans, I mean, who are Dallas fans, they're scum to me. And I'm not... <laughs> My, my my son gets a pass, not just because he's my son, but because he got a legit reason to be a Dallas fan. Listen, I get
0: it. Mr. J, I stopped talking <laughs> to a guy because he was from Philly and he was a Cowboys fan. I was like, I that's that's right. the two of those things don't even go. Nah, that's
1: but right. to be fair though, but to, to be fair though, Pops, like how many times for a birthday or Christmas or Father's Day have I hooked you up with Eagles gear? All the time. That's why okay. you, That's why I love you, son.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I get it.
1: I get it. I get it. So it's all love. It's all love. Um, But we just want to thank you for coming on. Um, And as I said earlier, you did have you actually were tested for uh, COVID and um, you had an experience with it. And we kind of want to just kind of go through that journey on um, how you first felt when you thought you had it and to when you when you were confirmed you had it and what you went through and the precaution, uh, precautions that uh, you, you want to give to other people and how you think you can uh, give tips to people to kind of either prevent it or uh, just to kind of just look after themselves. So um, I guess the first question would be, um, when do you think you got it when you, when you started feeling these symptoms?
3: So that's a very interesting question. And I figured that would be one that you would ask today. And I, so I was preparing and I'm like, it, it revises all the time. Like, right. I, I I think it's this moment, but then I'm like, man, you know, it could have possibly been this moment, mm-hmm. uh, right. because um, this virus is so, uh, you know, mutates, and it, it it shows itself in different ways to different people. Um, it was really hard for me to really uh, pin down the exact time, although, as I think about it, I think I kind of got it. But I'm not 100% sure, Jamel. So, as you know, uh, I went on vacation, and I departed vacation March March 11th. Right. That Friday, March 13th, crap hit the fan. I mean, America was under siege right. like, literally two days after I left for Jamaica. And so yeah. uh, looking at this thing unfold. So um, I'm thinking I'm good. So when we get on the plane on that Wednesday, we were just hearing about it you know, we took wipes, alcohol. I mean we, we wiped down like, the little table that comes out of your chair. Yeah. We had gloves from when we were uh, checking in our luggage. We was doing all those things. We didn't have masks, however, but we, we, we did we you know cause, 'cause I think around that March time they was talking about contact. It was of so, contact just so droplets. Really quick to interrupt, um that time that week, that
1: Wednesday, that's when they had the last NBA game. And yes. then they suspended. And then that Monday, that's when they kind of locked down everything here in Philly. Yeah. Uh, um, so that's kinda like the time and
3: that's when you were gone. I was gone doing that. Right. So I returned that following Thursday. Right. And so okay. interesting enough, um, just to give you a background, so we're we're starting to res- I'm I'm getting these alerts on my phone the entire time I'm in Jamaica. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, Oh my god, like the United States is like state by state by state starting to lock down and and uh, things are changing. And uh, Jamaica, uh, by that Monday, had not yet been affected. The very next day, Jamel, like that Tuesday. um, No, no, probably by that Monday, the total resort changed. Wow. We couldn't Mm. go. So The resort was above and beyond keeping people clean. So we went to breakfast that morning, I believe it was a Monday or Tuesday, and we could no longer self serve ourselves. They had people at every station. If you want to toast, they had they picked up the toast. with the, you you were you as 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 a guest were not allowed to touch any food. Where like you went to a, a breakfast buffet, you could scoop you know, your own food. But they had service at every at every station, every mm-hmm. table. And when you and when you got up off your table after you were done eating breakfast, it was like a pit crew at an Indy five hundred. <laughs> Three, four people come over, I'm serious. Three, four people spray the chairs, uh, sanitize, wipe down the tables, and and also when you walk in a restaurant, mandatory. Sir, hold out your hands, squirt, squirt, sanitize So early on in March, mid-March, but uh, yeah, March 11th, I was there. Uh, probably mm-hmm. on that Monday, the 15th or 16th, our world, uh, it was the 15th, our world changed, right in front of our eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the resort was taking extra precautions. By that when by that, so I think that was a Monday. By that Tuesday, they announced that they had eight cases in the in the whole wow. island, on the whole island, and they were deporting. It was mandatory that all foreign visitors were out of the country by that Friday. They weren't playing, wow. you know. So that's when we knew it was serious. And so um, it was an interesting time because we we're trying to have a good time and enjoy ourselves, but that was kind of like. You know obviously the again, the service change, which was good. I mean they were very professional and taking care sure. of them. um but we were also looking at people rushing the, uh, the grocery stores and and all those type of places um, all those type of places in the United States, and you know at that time, my worry as we we're heading because we left that Thursday, the eighteenth, my concern was a. Well, not really concerned. I was kind of wishing we'd get trapped on the island. But again, to make it our nah <laughs> right Y'all got y'all to gotta go. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get trapped here. But I was like, wait a minute. First of all, can we afford to stay at a resort that long? Like, man, <laughs> maybe we got to rethink this. And uh, But they had given a mandatory order to leave. So all foreigners. And there was a lot of Europeans. So that mm-hmm. kind of ties into what we're seeing, right? And me and Lomere uh, were like very conscious because we met a lot of people from England and
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it
3: was people from France, and I was like, "Man, like these people, man! It was a bunch on there." And did um, feel, yeah,
0: did you feel I, like I, they were the ones that were fleeing because of what was going on, or did it sound like they were like, "Look, we're going to head out and just go to Jamaica," or did it sound like they were just honestly on vacation?
3: I think they were honestly on vacation, like we were. Like there were some questions of whether we were gonna cancel our vacation leading up to Wednesday. I was like, "Oh no, I'm not canceled, I'm going to Jamaica. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna let COVID, you know, right. you know, knock me off my square. I'm I'm gonna go have a good time." And so I think honestly, these people were doing that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Europeans, and 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 if you think about um, COVID and how it's transmitted, and you look at the demographics. You look at the East Coast, New Jersey, New York, and all that, The in New York, you think about New York, and you think about the the influx of people they get in, is usually from the, from the European nations. Mm. Out in California, it was more Pacific. Mm-hmm. Chinese, more China, and all that, but, but on the East Coast, it was more Italy, you know, right. England, France, so um, those sort of statistics uh, kind of rang true to me. Um, so really, really quick, because um, I had mentioned before earlier um,
1: that you work in the medical sure. uh, industry. Uh, can you just give a background on what you do
3: Yes, yeah, sure. everybody? So um, I'm a registered nurse by trade. So my degree is in nursing. However, I no longer practice. I'm not a practicing RN. Uh, I'm a medical device sales rep, which means that I sell uh, implants used in neurologic and orthopedic spine surgery. So, so you're in the hospitals. You're in the OR. You're every Every day yeah every day okay. uh, I'm in operating rooms every day um you know doing um consultive selling as as I did yeah. before and supporting uh surgery cases
0: so you get back to the states um, yes. you're going back to regular life yes yes um and you're in the hospitals what do you remember the first time you felt like maybe your health was off a little bit like you were coming down with something?
3: yes. So, uh, we returned on the 18th, which was a Wednesday. It was, you know, one week. That Saturday. that Saturday. Um, so, the hospitals, by the time I got back, hospitals already shut down. It was, it was mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, it happened fast. Yeah. We on a Wednesday, by the time we got back the next Wednesday, you know, even coming back into the United States, the protocols, as far as yeah. safety, and it had it completely changed. So, the hospitals were already shut down okay no more elective surgeries and things like that so right right I, I was already not going to work so uh it's so like i got back on the 18th so the 21st which was that Saturday I'm going out to do some yard work and it was tough yard work but I was tired mm. I mean I was feeling it and I was just like oh my god like this I know this was tough, and I thought it was because I was really out of shape. You know, I hadn't done anything. I just got back from vacation when I was eating three meals a day. I never eat three right. meals. A day. Right, right. You're I mean, lagging. You're lagging a little bit. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. it's the meals and the alcohol and, you know, just being in Jamaica, the Jamaica lag.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: uh, that said, I was feeling real bad, and I chalked it up to being tired. And I had a little, uh, yeah, just tired. So the next day, I had a cough. Mm-hmm. I was a little warm that Sunday, and I started getting a little bit of chills. I was like, and I said to my wife, "Like, man, I got chills." And she, you know, chalked it up to me being drunk or crazy or something. Cause we <laughs> we, were, we were still on vacation, seriously. We like right. We, we were still drinking. Like
1: it was like it was like your body going through withdrawals or something.
3: Yeah, yeah. She was like, <laughs> yeah, she she didn't believe me, and um, and uh, I started getting a little something in my throat, and that night, Sunday night, which. I believe that personally my body went to war with covid that that's how i describe it that night i felt the absolute worst wow i, I mean the chills were uh, exacerbated and i had night sweats i had a night sweat that i had never experienced before like i was so wet and you from know how, sweat from sweat so you know, usually, like when you, when you had a flu or something, that you know, people will say that's, you know, that's the that's You're the coming out of your body. Yeah. So I believe that night my body went to war with COVID nineteen, and that you know I won the war, I won the war, but I was you knew I was in a fight because the fight, the fight
0: those, wasn't
3: that, over, right? Well, it it was over. It's it's kind of interesting. I think the fight was over, but the uh, but the residual. Wounds from the fight is what I started experiencing Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Okay. So, so Sunday night was the was the was the night sweats, profuse night sweats, soaking wet like I've been like I literally just got out the tub and just laid in the bed.
2: Wow without buying
3: right. yourself over mm-hmm. the towel. I had soaked it down through the sheets onto my mattress. It was that bad. When my wife got up and wow. said, You are know, sick and she went to an, she went to the other room. You're <laughs> really sick. No, seriously. She's like, all right. <laughs> you know, Hey, she left skid marks in the rug. She was running. So <laughs> and, and and that night I felt the absolute worst. That Monday, I was so fatigued. I I couldn't taste the smell. My appetite was gone. The fever had gone away, but the fatigue was something that I had not You're ever exhausted had before in my life. And I've had and I've had the flu before. And and um which you know, I was real sick in February too. Which kind of makes me think: Did I have like the first version of this thing in February? Like all these things <laughs> start to come up. But, but Monday, right. Tuesday, Monday, right. Tuesday, Jamal. You know, my my bathroom is in my bedroom, where mm. I would have to. And this is graphic. I mean, I'm not gonna get too graphic, but where I would walk to the bathroom to 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 just you know, to urinate, but I had to sit, as a man. Like I had to sit down. I was that tired. That's crazy. I, could not, I could not stand up. That's how fatigued I was.
0: And your in your bathroom's in your bedroom, so this is not a long distance. No, it's it's not, like what fifteen, 15 feet?
3: No, I'm talking uh, twenty-five feet, maybe twenty yeah. feet, maybe. Yeah. Uh And I I could I could not I could not stand up and and use the restroom. Did, like you, I,
0: ha- I did you have the shortness of breath, Mr. J?
3: I did not. That's the, so. Well, well, let me let me let me clarify that if I took a deep breath, I would cough. I had coughing. I had a lot of coughing. So okay. if I took a deep breath, I would, cough, I would I would have this coughing, but I, did, I didn't have like uh trouble breathing or, or, or shallow respirations as I'm just resting or sitting there. Now, okay. when I went to the restroom or got up to walk, because I would try to get up when I would sit down, it was, it was panting. And again, like just the fatigue, like I had walked three miles. It, mm-hmm. it was, it was pretty amazing. Um, and then I, I would use the restroom and do whatever, wash. And I would wash my hands with my sink, but resting my elbows on my counter.
2: Mm. Like, mm-hmm. I, like
3: I had to support myself. And then walk into the bedroom, just flopping the bed. It wasn't like I, I didn't just get in the bed, I literally just fell, in fell the
2: bed. into the bed.
3: Yeah. And so I experienced that for two days. So this is Sunday, Monday, Tuesday.
0: Now, at this mm-hmm. time, are you taking. Any medication or herbs or anything?
3: So I'm glad I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up. So the entire time, even before I got sick, uh, I learned from the last time my wife was has been on me. We take a regiment, a daily regiment. I take my men's uh, because I'm 54. I take a 50 and over vitamin. Okay. But we take vitamin C and zinc every day. Every day. So or for me because it's 50 milligrams of zinc, you're not supposed to take more than 40 a day. I take my zinc every other day, which gives me about 25 milligrams a day, average out, so that's perfect. But uh, vitamin C, and uh, and during this time, my wife had me drinking. Uh, let me tell you something. I, I, you asked me how I made it through this thing. My wife, my wife, oh, <laughs> she, was, she was on it. But uh, I was drinking hot water with lemon every morning. Mm-hmm. I was drinking what she makes is called the sick tea, which is uh, – a tea with, uh, believe it or not, onions in it, uh, um, apples.
0: She um, went old school on you.
3: Yeah, apples and um, oranges and lemons and lemon, lemon, yeah. Tea tree oil and all that. And mm. we, we, well, no, no. The tea tree oil is for the vapor. So
0: yeah, when you and that like hot, well, boiling water in the vapor. Right,
3: right. So we, we, I was doing all that stuff.
0: Okay.
3: And, and and to segue into why I think I got over it, I believe that regiment of. Taking in the vapors, my vitamins, uh, you know, uh, charging my immune system, which I believe with this, with the virus, it begins and ends with your immune system. So, taking the zinc every day, taking the vitamin C, taking my men's health vitamin, um, drinking water, drinking hot water with lemon so it, it, it didn't stay in my throat as long. Right. I, I believe all those things, uh, which, I were, which I was doing every day, helped me.
0: Right, because you, like you just said, you were already taking, like, a daily regimen of those vitamins and the zinc. So yes. maybe when your body went to war that night, you had already had a built up of all yeah. of those um, I, the, you know, I like, antibodies, basically, to
1: fight. Yeah, I, li- I like to compare it to, like, the 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 la- the battle in Affili- yes. um, Avengers Endgame, yeah. when, like, they came through the portals and, like, it was, like, a legit fight now, like, like panther came back and all the way right,
3: back. Right. and then yeah. they're
1: like all right let's fight and that was pretty much what happened that's yeah night.
3: I, I mean that's the only way i can explain it because i tell you man that that i didn't i felt my worst for just one night mm-hmm. my entire sickness as far as i was down probably down to 25 percent of what i consider healthy mm-hmm. only four or five days
0: okay
3: so again um Big fight Sunday night. Monday I'm licking my wounds. Tuesday I'm still licking my wounds, but I can feel myself Recovering a little bit. Yeah, feeling better. And again, I'm I'm, you know, with the towel over my head, over my wife's making me get that hurts by the way. Uh, breathing in that breathing in that yeah. hot boiling water. And I can't even tell you that, you know, anecdotally if that even works. Right. However, I thought it helped me. Okay. So therefore it helped me there you go so you know, by the
0: end of the week you're feeling better
3: by thursday lauren mm-hmm. by thursday i was strong enough to drive myself to go get tested because I, I hadn't been tested up that was my
0: ne- that was going to be my next question yeah. so because what they were telling people is like if you feel sick don't come out don't come out don't come out so sure. at that point you're you're okay to go get tested so thursday you go get tested and how was that experience because I've heard so many different things. I actually know someone who has been tested. They so, mm-hmm. had the test where they do the swab up your nose. Um, they had something that was the swab in the back of their throat. Um, but everyone has different experiences um, as far as what the testing process looked like. But you work in the medical field, so it may not be as scary per se as people are making it out to be. How was that experience when you went to go get tested?
3: Sure, so um, yeah. The scary part, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of understand, but I didn't understand why people would think it was scary until I got the test. So I, I first had to do a tele uh, 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 a tele visit with a, with a with a doctor. Okay. I did that Wednesday when I felt strong enough, and and just and just to backtrack just a little bit. When I was feeling weak, I was still watching TV. When I wasn't, I was sleeping probably eighty percent of my day. But the other 20% I was trying to get educated on what this is, looking at television. I was legitimately scared. Like I was like, I can't go in the vent. So even when I was sick at my weakest, I would get up. And um, <laughs> you know how you do high knees? I would, I would do a high knee, but it was like like, like Frankenstein. I, I couldn't do high knees, right? Could, like, like just just to get my body up, I would mm-hmm. get up. Walk downstairs as weak as I was, walk back upstairs. I would do jumper jacks literally just lifting a leg up and just doing my arms like this, just to get something going with my with my lungs, with my body. Um, people need such
0: a good point. So many people said a part of this whole thing is that you have to want to fight too. Yes. Laying in the bed and it's not gonna it's not gonna help it. I think it was uh the guy on CNN, Como, uh, the who got it. Who, Chris Como, yeah. Chris Como. He said he had a doctor friend tell him, like, if you want to beat this, you got to fight. And yeah. that means you got to do some type of Active.
2: exercise. Yeah, Um, yes.
0: You got to try to take those deep breaths and stuff yep. like that. Because if not, it's just going to beat you. You have to fight it. So sorry to cut you off, but I did hear that people are just laying in the bed and stuff like that. But we'll get back to that because I have questions about...
3: So I'll get to the testing. Sure thing. Okay. Sure thing. All right. So um so yeah, the testing was a was a drive through. They gave me a number, you go there and you drive through, and they don't swab your nose. It's almost like they swab your brain. They put this swab, I mean, literally all the way up. Like up here, like up here. Like it's it's pretty far up. And you know I know about anatomy, but it's, it's your sinuses is pretty you know, they're behind your eye. I mean it yeah, go up into your forehead. They they and so uh and that is very uncomfortable, but Yikes. not more uncomfortable than any other uncomfortable medical exam you may have to go through in your life as a Guys. male or female. So, or
0: yeah. female basically, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Or male. I mean, you know, there's there's tests that we gotta do that not that, yeah. that's not as comfortable as well. So um as far as being scared and not taking the test, it's not that bad. Um we we, we really need to all testing, to be honest with you, not just with COVID, but with prostate and with mm. uh, with, with other types of uh, uh, ailments that especially affect uh, African Americans. We really need to get over it and go to the doctors and get tested. So when you, oh,
0: go ahead. No, you probably. No, I was gonna it. say.
1: So from from the time that you got tested to the time you got your results,
3: how were you feeling? I was improving every day. Okay. So by that Thursday. Uh, by that Thursday, like I said, um, remember Tuesday I couldn't walk to the bathroom. I mean, I right. couldn't get there. Wednesday, I mean, the 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 recovery was just as quick as getting sick. Right. I mean, I got deaf. I got ill, ill in like a day span, like like literally in twenty four hours. And and looking back at it, so when I got tested, when I told him I was sick Sunday. What they did as a diagnose as a diagnostic tool was basically gave me, they tracked back three days and said you were infected that Thursday. Okay. Just based on what they knew and how the virus works. So, so maybe by like at the airport or something or, or after. Well, I, I believe it was when I, I got home. Remember, I'm looking at everybody go grab food. We were in a mad dash to go get food
1: supplies.
2: Yeah,
3: towels and supplies. So I was at a general dollar, I was at Sam's, I was at ShopRite, I was at Walmart, I was scrambling. So it could have been, you know, we weren't wearing gloves and masks. So I could have contracted then, or it could have been on a plane, or it could have been in Jamaica. I mean, I, I really don't know, to be honest with you. But just mm-hmm. for, as, as far as a, a diagnostic tool, with it, when I told them I was sick Sunday, they counted back three days. And mm-hmm. then I had to quarantine three days from that Thursday. So that's how they counted the 14 days.
2: So- Got it. Oh, I don't,
0: we may have to start over. I don't know why this is cutting us off. Okay. We got 10 minutes. Um, but <clears throat> when you quarantined, did your wife quarantine away from you?
3: Absolutely. Like I said, like, they treated me like I had the plague, honestly.
1: <laughs> so just to let everybody know, um, my stepmom is Elle, uh, and my, se- my stepsister, uh, Tally, they both live with my pops. Okay, and and so they had to not get
3: sick as well,
2: <laughs> right.
1: while my, my was sick. So
3: they 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 did not get sick. However, they were doing the vapors. They were doing the teas, the the, the hot water with lemons. They were doing and, and and the vitamin C and the vitamin D and the zinc. They were doing that religiously, and they stayed away from me. And again, they they were like a pit crew in my house. So if I had the energy to come downstairs on the sofa, I was sitting the family room. <laughs> but as soon as I got up, yeah. <laughs> so, I, uh, I it, look, go ahead.
0: Because you were tested positive for it um, So this is the part that I'm confused about You're feeling better um, Especially from the first night that you felt sick And sure. you said by like Wednesday, Thursday You were feeling better to like get up and do things And strong enough to go get tested And from the time that you got tested To the time that you have your results Are they trying to say that you could possibly still have the virus in your, in your body, or just from that day that you got tested, you had it.
3: So what they did was from the day that, so when I told you I got sick Sunday, it said count 14 days from the time that they suggested I may have gotten it. For So it was 14 days from that Thursday. That was the quarantine time. Okay. Now I, they called me that Sunday. I got tested Thursday. They called me Sunday notified me that I was positive. Now the doctor that, so it's kind of funny because it was a little breakdown in communication because again, we're learning as we're going. So the nurse who called me said from that Thursday, the doctor recommended I quarantine 14 days from the time that he called me and gave me my results. So it was a difference of three days, but yeah. everybody was taking this 14 day, but they were applying it in different uh, starting points. She, she, she was way more clinical as to ask me, was the day that I first felt the symptoms, and she said we CDC recommendations to count back three days from that. So I felt the symptoms Sunday, it counted back three days, I count 14 days from that day.
2: Okay. I'm,
3: and then I'm good. But I, by that Sunday, though, I was already drinking again. I was already, I think I was. <laughs> <laughs> by, that, by that Sunday, I was already feeling good, you know, and uh, you know, on Sundays, you know, we have cocktails and. Yeah. Sunday dinner so I think I was already good by that Sunday I, I'm telling you I I, I was at 75 percent by like that Saturday wow. probably 80 percent that Sunday and definitely by that next week I, I was already at 100 percent right you recommend I,
0: make your wife and daughter get tested too because they were around you
3: no they didn't and so this is the this is the thing they only experienced itchy throats they both had like kind of itchy throats like at the beginning when they realized I was sick, but when I tell you these girls are doing vapors, like I only did it once because I was I was a, I was a punk. I didn't, I didn't it was hurting my <laughs> They were doing it like three times a day. Wow! Wow! They were on it. They they was like we're not getting COVID. They were on it, uh, and so and, and and remember I was sleeping 80% of my day, so I'm sure that they, they were drinking teas all day, hot mm. water with lemon, you know. And again, they were on that regiment there. Of the uh, the zinc, we were on zinc early. We we had already mm-hmm. been on that. How, just- how, how early have you been? Were you on these uh, regiments and the and the and uh, the zinc probably pills was, and all that? Probably since last flu season. Lemire had always been on it. and She kept telling me. Yeah. Like, I would I, I would do like uh, energy C and all these mm-hmm. other things. But you know when you do the zinc and the vitamin C, you cut through the chase and through all the additives that they they have in those over the counter products, like and, right. So, you know and, and all those other things. So we went to the vitamin shop and she was she was like, babe, you got to take this. And I had another friend who also uh, was telling me she take every flu season. She just bodies up with zinc. Yeah. And if you Google it and you look at it, it just makes sense. And I am absolutely 100% sure that's what allowed me to recover as quickly as I did. Cool. I and mean, no one can convince me
0: otherwise. So... We're going to pause and take a quick break because this is going to run out. The time is going to run out on us. And when we come back, um, I do want to kind of talk to you about life after COVID per se, Um, Mm. um, to see like maybe if you've had to get retested because um, just to make sure that it's not, has not come back. And also from your medical experience, you know, what should we be doing going forward? I know we kind of talked about, the zinc and the, the vitamins. But there's also a lot of other things that people are talking about right now. Sea moss is one of them. Um, uh, elderberry syrup is another. And just kind of seeing what you think may pe- people, especially people of color, should be really doing to try to prevent um, to get <clears throat> um, COVID or just to stay healthy in general. Because it's yep. not just about COVID, right? Um, I think a lot of the things that we're hearing in the media right now, the reason why the numbers for black and brown people are so high is because we've already had preconditions like diabetes, high blood pressure, and different things of that nature. So we're going to talk more into it. You guys, we'll be right back. All right, everyone, we are back. Um, Again, we are talking to Mr. J. J, the gentleman's dad here. Um, He is telling us his experience of having COVID um, and a really good story actually. So again, we thank you for coming on and talking about this. And before we kind of took a break, um, we were talking about what you were doing and you and your family actually in your house were doing to kind of fight the COVID. Um, You guys were doing zinc previously already and vitamin C and some other, you said it was like a vapor, a vaporized, like a,
3: yeah so um tea tree oil tea tree oil tea tree oil along with lemons limes uh oranges uh, hot water it was crazy because you'd seen a a couple videos on facebook and instagram where people were doing this and our our thing was why not we 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 don't know if this thing works but why not attack it at every angle that made sense you know short of uh drinking bleach right
0: (laughs) so since you said that um how much do you know about this drug that everyone is talking about hydrochloric hydrochloroquine um have you ever heard of this before and
3: okay no uh so in in medicine you have all these different types of fields and this is a virology and infectious diseases which is absolutely foreign to me my training so
0: got you all right cool that's fair enough um, we don't know. It sounds like no one really knows a lot about it anyway. It's just this this uh, mystery drug that everyone keeps throwing around, right? Um, that mm-hmm. was used. I think it was like back in the day for another disease. Um, yeah. but it Has some major side effects as well, um, and people are saying, "Oh, this is what people should be taking." Some people say no, so it's all good. Um, but there really hasn't been any like cure or a medication that they're giving anybody right now for COVID. Um, That's right. Me and Jay kind of know two people who we believe had COVID before they were even talking about it. Um, At least
1: here in the States, before they were talking about it here in the States, seriously.
0: Yeah. And the interesting part about it is that I was away the same time that you were away, Mr. Jay, but Mm -hmm. I was just in Florida. I was actually supposed to go to the Bahamas, via cruise. The cruise was leaving out of Florida um, and we decided at the last minute that we were not going to get stuck on a boat.
1: <laughs> and you would have, and you would have been stuck.
0: Right, yeah, good So decision. good decision. Right, so we canceled the cruise part and we just stayed in Florida because we had already had the tickets to Florida and all the other stuff like that. But previous to us going away, uh, my friend got really really sick and went to the doctor. They were like, this is not the flu. We think maybe it's just like a, a, a bacterial infection. Um, but all of the same symptoms as you. He could not like walk from one room in my house to the other. Um, in the middle of the night, like temperature was like through the roof. Like it scared, it scared me. Like, I'm, like he was hot and he was sweating. And I was just like, this don't look good kind of thing. But when he went to the doctor, the only thing they could give him, well, this is previous to all those things happening, was they gave him an, anti- an antibiotic because mm-hmm. they thought it was a, a, a bacterial infection. They were like, we don't know what it is. It's probably a virus. Take this. Um, for five Good years. luck. <laughs> could be okay because they really couldn't pinpoint what it was. And that first night of him taking um, the antibiotic was the night where he had the sweating, the hot, the chills, all of that stuff, and kind of like you, maybe like two, three days later, he was cool. He had a little bit of like a lingering cough left, mm-hmm. but he was able to function and go to go to work. And he was like, "I'm all right. This cough is annoying, but I don't yep. I don't have a fever anymore. I'm not sweating anymore. None of those things anymore." So we were kind of just like, "Okay, well, you were sick for a couple of days, and." Yes you know me and jay's mutual friend had the same kind of thing like to the point where we were worried we were like is this person okay because they were like like dog sick like it was it hours. was
1: it was it was hector it was Hector. i didn't like, know he had no would...
0: his business out there but it was nah, hector. i mean so yeah he was
1: he was going through all that stuff and he, to the point where he had to go to urgent care because he was like for him to go to urgent care was a big deal because he, he just like that type of person right but he felt like he felt like his body was about to die like it was bad yeah. but then he said after a while he got better and you know he had a cough or whatever and then he carried off but this was like in january february as well
0: this was in this was in february with my friend right february. Like, so much to the point where he was like this don't feel right like i'm scared like can you mm. can, can you go to the doctor with me like i don't even want to be home by myself because i don't know what like because he was like i can't he couldn't stay up like he was going to sleep like it was just like mm-hmm. weird. So, are you do you believe that possibly this has been here before we even really kind of like start seeing COVID everywhere?
3: Absolutely. Uh, so I I too was sick in February, which answers which to me creates a couple questions. Can you get it again? I, I think you can because mm-hmm. I I was now I mean we could chalk that up to the flu, but I was again dog sick and the fatigue was out of control. I I was in the operating room and I remember it just came over and it, and it happened over a couple of days. Uh, I was dog tired, my wife made me go to uh, urgent care where I was on the z pack and, and antibiotics. I mean, they gave yeah. me a bunch of things and I got better. So yes, I believe it was here as early as January, January, February, but you know, you really don't know. And then the medical community didn't know what it was. I mean, they were—they were like, oh, we don't know what this is. This isn't. What, this isn't H1N1. This isn't mm-hmm. SARS. I mean, they—we already kind of knew about those viruses, but this was something new. So, you gotta understand there are thirty-three strands of COVID-19, and there's nineteen covids. So, understand right. that there are. <laughs> this is COVID-19, but there's thirty-three strands of COVID-19 alone. So that kind of tells you or explains the different symptoms that everybody's experiencing yeah. now. And, and this thing mutates.
2: Mm-hmm. And it
3: mutates. So it just, it, it's like the cold. Like when, you, when you're treating the cold, you, you're chasing this virus, you know, you, your nose is sniffling. So you take something for a sniffly nose. Next thing you know, you got a cough, you take something for mm-hmm. your cough. Now you got a sneeze, you take something for your sneeze. Now your eyes are water. This thing is just moving around and we're chasing it. And uh, there's 33 strands of this of, of this virus, and so um, it, it can it could show itself in so many different ways. And we see it. There's people having strokes. One of my best friends is uh, was featured in, uh, in in the Inquirer in South Jersey. He's a cardiologist, Troy Randall, Jamel, you know, my uh, my cardiologist, my boy Troy. He's a he's yeah. a well known uh, doctor, uh, you know, top doc in South Jersey. He had COVID recovered went back to work came home interesting enough I had these 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 headaches that would not go away and I I didn't tell you this but that last that Wednesday before I got well I had a headache that shook my world I never experienced a a headache like this in my life it was in the back of my head two o'clock in the morning I don't think it was that Wednesday maybe that Monday Tuesday and I was screaming to my wife because she was in a down a hall in another bedroom, not anywhere near me. The headache was intense, and my friend Troy had an infarct. He he, he had a stroke. Wow. He, he recovered. Yes. Whoa. Percent yo, it, it's, it's it's remarkable. But he people, recovered from the stroke. Yes. Like wow. Like, like no no droopy face. He has his hand, he has function. Like yeah, I mean they because he went to he went to the, his wife uh, urged him to go to the urgent care i mean to the er and they said if he would not have gone to the er that night it would have been a different story but um so my medical experience i have uh you know i work with neurosurgeons no surgeons, but you know the residents and the fellows they you know they practice our of neurosurgery back in uh, february march one of my residents put out a a, a pretty serious uh, post on facebook telling us and warning us to take this serious Back in March, he stated that they are seeing people in their neurosurgical ICU with symptoms that were not a cough, a fever, not the classic symptoms of COVID, and, and warning us to take it seriously. But it didn't come out in the news cycle until when? May? I mean, May. They, they, they
0: just started telling people that they were having strokes. They like just recently, a couple weeks ago.
3: Recently, but he, but because, but they were seeing these patients early on, Ear, even early COVID patients were coming to the uh, uh, to the hospitals, and they were uh, strokes, heart attacks caused by COVID, uh, respiratory. Wow. People don't die of COVID. They they they, they die of uh, complications from COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Respiratory disease, heart attacks, strokes, and other things like that. Um, it's 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 really sad. Um, I know another gentleman. He's a he's a sur- he's a naval surgeon uh, that I work with, uh, and uh, he's done tours in Iraq and uh, Afghanistan. He's seen the worst of the worst, and he just got back from being deployed uh, from a hospital in Bed he, he he just posted his story on Facebook as well, because uh, he writes. He said it was the worst. He wow, said his experience dealing with COVID nineteen patients was by far worse <clears> than <throat> his tours in Afghanistan Ooh. and Iraq. Yes, because that's an, crazy. It's an invisible enemy. Right, two three people dying per night, mm. and when they die, that bed being immediately filled by someone else who needs to be on a respirator. Wow, um, just just extraordinary. Which you know if I can just kind of segue into why uh you know black and brown people are being affected more and, and what that's about. you mentioned pre uh preexisting conditions, so not to offend anybody, but we have a saying, you know when white people catch a cold, black people catch pneumonia mm. and, it, and that and that applies to health. And also really uh social economic issues as well. Mm-hmm. So when this pandemic hit, the poor of the poor are gonna feel it 80 times more than the people a little bit well off. Yeah. Black and brown people, the pre existing conditions is just a part of the issue. Okay. The other part and the major part is access to medical care. The resources. <laughs> the, resources. the resources. Like it always been. So mm-hmm. in, in these neighborhoods, in these situations, these people are seeing higher murder rates. They're seeing lower education. They're seeing uh, you know, debilitated housing. They're mm-hmm. seeing uh, 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 inflated loans. They're seeing price gouging. They're seeing this stuff on a daily basis. So when something like this comes along, even in healthcare, care, they're being denied health care. Right. Some of those people are being sent home. Than dying home because they don't have insurance and they can't get you know what I mean like we see that even without a pandemic
2: sure. <laughs> that's true that's are yeah the
3: hospital spot. and don't have insurance you're definitely ill you've been in an accident i'm I'm probably gonna bet against you it, yeah it, it is not it's not good not to have health care and that's and that's a crime in this country but you know I, I just wanted to touch on that 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 so as black folks we have to do like we've always had to do, we got to do extra we got to go the extra mile what do we do you gotta control your diet it starts with your diet mm-hmm. you, you, a pre-existing condition is you know diabetic is self-inflicting right high blood pressure is self-inflicting high blood
1: pressure yep
3: yeah, all that stuff. There there there, there 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 is some genetics that go along, right Yes. I mean, so if, if heart disease runs in your family, but you can mitigate it. I know the mm-hmm. heart disease and all this stuff runs in my family, so I can't, you know, I can't eat fried foods and things. Like that. And I struggle with it. Everybody like to eat, but if I know this, you know, there's something I could do about it. And unfortunately, um, in and and some some of our cultures, you know, depending on where we come from, uh, you know, food is like, you know, food food is everything, but um, like in other other subject matters we may look into food is, you know, food is killing us. But what we're eating is not good or how much. I'm not saying you can't enjoy yourself, but you know portion control. I'll tell you, I always say it's too much of anything isn't good for you. Right. right. Too much so, of good for you. So just
1: to segue really quick, um my uh that's that's one of the best advice that my dad ever gave me was moderation. Uh, wow. moderation is key. And um, so my dad, and along with other uh, members of my family, they, they, I don't know if you are still doing it, but they do like a weekly Zoom yeah, we kind of it. catch up. We'll right. Yeah. So so basically it's kind of like a, a informative kind of thing, just check on everybody, but also yeah. give advice on, we should really take, you know, like what he just said, like we should start eating better or we should start working out. Um, can you just touch on some of the things that you you talk to, um when you when you're talking in these in these zooms with with the family and what y'all
3: go over sure so uh, again, I think that uh uh we talk about just overall health
2: mm-hmm. your
3: your, uh, your economic health um your your physical health uh your mental health i mean your mental health has so much to do of of your outcome again, when I got sick, I was determined i was like you know what I'm not dying like i right something like I'm just that type of person where some people, when they get sick, they're afflicted and,
2: yeah. uh,
3: you know, like, you know, like some people, I know people like that. And those yeah. people to me, uh, you know, they're not really doing themselves any favors. So it's, you know, mental health is very, very important. Um, your physical health, you know, just doing something, maybe walking, doing thing, getting your body. And this day and time with COVID, you have to get your mind and body in a space where you can recover. Give yourself the the best chances of recovery. I'm seeing healthy friends dying. I have, at 54 years old, I have my fourth person that I know personally. Two people I grew up with, a guy that I just smoked a cigar with, had a drink with, like maybe in the fall. These people are 57, 53, 48. And who's the fourth person? Uh, I'm blanking on it now, but it, it's, I mean, they're relatively, as you, if you look at them, you oh, think they're young,
2: they're,
3: they're young, first of all, but they're healthy, but it's, 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 um, but they may have had, you know, some diabetes or wasn't taking care of themselves or something like that. So we really, the, the way to really mitigate this is to take care of yourself on a daily basis, to watch what you eat, get that, get that weight off if you need to get the weight off. Mm-hmm. I mean? Exercise. Um, you don't want a pre existing condition. So you don't, you know, so what do we usually get? We usually get high blood pressure and diabetes, right? Yeah. And, and, and heart disease, uh-huh. uh, colon cancer, those things. And it's all related to food, by the way. Right. Body, you know, salts, sugars. Uh, meat, cholesterol. Cholesterol, <laughs> yeah. It's all related to food. Uh, right. You about, so, uh, you know, the number one thing is diet. You got to take care of your diet. And and I'm not in a glass house throwing rocks. You know, Jamal, I love the grub, but, you know, like moderation, like I I really had to tone it down. And I pay way more attention to what I put in my body now. The pandemic Mm -hmm. has done some wonderful things. It's uh, it's, it's shined a light on the fact that we need to reach out and contact our friends and families a lot more. And it's also allowed me to take a really good um, look at myself, a really good look in the mirror and say to Mm -hmm. myself, what do I want? How do you know? how do I want to survive? Mm -hmm. How do I get through this and what I need to do? So um, it's helped in that way, in my opinion.
0: That's great. Um, Because it's so important because I think that we we should be uh, proactive rather than reactive. Um, And COVID has given us a little bit of both of that. Because if you haven't Mm. been affected, you have the opportunity to be proactive at this point. Um, And even though if you've had COVID or know someone, it's giving you an opportunity to be reactive as well. So um, definitely, um, you know, they tell everyone, they're like, well, stay inside this. You know, there are exercises that you can do inside. It's a ton of free stuff on YouTube. And, you know, Jay, you know, you're with a gym that feels like a virtual workout with you and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So people definitely should take advantage of that. I I have seen out, I've gone on a couple like trail walks. Um, and people out riding their bikes. Um, Mm. actually what I just put out an article about how bike sales have gone completely up, like you can't even find a bike now to, to get a bike, um, to buy a bike. Um, so maybe some things good will come out of it, but I do have to ask you, um, I personally believe that nothing will ever be the same after this. Um, just how we kind of do our daily things. Um, but Do you think it's going to take us a while before we stop seeing COVID completely?
3: Yes. Uh, If you look at the, if you look at the flu, uh, Spanish flu epidemic in 1918, it was around for three years. Right. Okay. It was around for three years. It, 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 we don't have a vaccine. Uh, There's no cure for it. And it's going to cycle. So we're going to have uh, peaks and valleys with it. And, and to be honest with you, um my view is people people have to get sick so you you kind of touched on staying in and and versus going out you know bicycling and motorcycling is the ultimate you know social distancing I mean you're by yourself for the most part or you're not around anybody um but people need to get out you can't stay in the house because human beings weren't built to stay in the house we have to be exposed to germs and and bugs and things like that so our bodies build up immunity to that and build up antibodies uh, you we can actually immunosuppress suppress ourselves by right wiping down everything like I don't write down everything anymore I'm not so it's kind of funny because since I've tested positive already I'm a little bit more brazen I'm thinking you know what I gotta have antibodies although it's not proven as of yet and I asked the question can I get it again and the answer was we really don't know but I'm a little bit more brazen secondly, I'm not wearing gloves. Matter of fact, people are spreading germs like crazy with gloves. They don't take the gloves yeah. off.
2: The of the- right.
3: <laughs> right. They do everything with the gloves on. I'm like, okay, so you're spreading bugs on your on your gloves. Um, so um I do wear a mask because I personally believe it's more of a droplet issue mm. more than anything. So, you know, if I'm somewhere with a bunch of people, I don't wear it just to wear it. If I'm walking outside, I'm not wearing it. When I get around people, I have it in my hand, I'll just put it on when I'm going to the store, I have to be around people. But I'm not just walking around without a mask, because again, I feel as though we need to get those allergens in our body, we have to get mm-hmm. those bugs, those, all all that stuff that's floating around. You, you have to get that. Especially yeah. now, especially now, because
1: like it's that season where everything's starting to bloom, Uh, the weather's starting to get nicer, so things are going to be lively, and, I just feel like if you're suppressing yourself with just mad sanitation uh sanitizing and and mask covering when you go out this the one little
3: strand of pollen no, is going to take, take you out of yes and take you out that that's exactly true and you know we people again people we can build up our or immunity by something called herd immunity which is basically mm-hmm. what people think. Now, this, you know this this idea can get real sick as you know it could really get down to survival of the fittest i mean it really can you know, right nature, nature taking care of itself and that's and that's a really dark thing to think about as right. we, our elderly and people who are vulnerable but if you look at what's going on that's exactly what they're doing i mean yeah it, I mean, um they get you know the the, the weak aren't surviving this natural selection um uh, uh, Natural selection, like people are and people who don't, who can't survive are not surviving, and people are strong will. And um. But but you, you kind of need that too. People need yeah. to, get, to get healthy. You got to remember, and, and we should not lose sight of this. Eighty percent of people who have COVID recover. Eighty percent. Right. That's a high rate. And, and some people like eighty percent. Um. So um. And there's a ton of people who are not counted. It's a ton of people who are mm. sick or have it. Like, my wife and my daughter could possibly test positive for it. I mean, they were in the house with me. Right. I don't see how my wife doesn't have it, but she never got sick.
0: So. um... But they're also not letting her be tested because she really doesn't have any symptoms.
3: No symptoms. So, and, 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 and I do believe testing eventually has to come, right? They have to sure. figure out with that. But, you know, just moving forward, my advice to people is this do everything you can. To take care of yourself and be as healthy as you can because there's an 80% chance that you could beat it now if you're over 65 you got to be a little bit more cautious if you have pre-existing conditions if you have lupus or or, or ms or any of those kind of pre-existing things where your immune is compromised, you obviously have to be more uh conservative than most of us but i think for the healthy of the, the healthy one of the healthy people and especially if you're like onto the 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 zinc and a a decent regimen of vitamin C and things, I think you go out. I think you go out and and, kind of live your life, because there's a really good chance you're going to be okay. And at the very least, you know, build antibodies. And and, and I don't take that lightly, (laughs) because I do know that people are dying. I do know that people are sick, but at the same time, I feel as though that we're only focusing on the negative story of COVID. Right. they're scaring the crap out of people. They're not talking about the you know, people like me. They're not talking about people who have come in contact with this thing and only had, you know, the strain that wasn't as bad as, you know, some people are getting the really bad strains. Some yeah. people are getting medium strains complicated by pre-existing conditions. Some mm-hmm. people are getting really, really light strains where they recovered, like myself in a couple of days. Some people are getting strains in between that, but being denied health care. I mean it's a myriad of reasons why people are reacting or getting sick or dying from this one virus. It's it's really complex. So I don't know if there's a one size fits all answer mm. to to what you do. Right. I mean, I don't wanna I don't wanna make it as,
1: as easy as it sounds, but you know, for the longest time there the preventions were Social distancing and washing your hands. So I'm just like, so everybody's just up in everybody's personal space and not washing their hands when they go to the restroom? Like,
2: listen, you know, so, listen. So,
1: so, what is really going on? Like, but like, not to cut you off, but like, when I went to the, the last Sixers game of the season, you know, I go to the restroom and people aren't washing their hands as they leave. They're reaching in their pocket to pay for concessions. They're grabbing the money, grabbing the food. So I'm just like,
3: hand washing, wow. hand washing. So, there's something called nos- a nosocomial infection. That, that is a hospital acquired infection. A hospital, meaning that you ever hear how people go in for a, a legitimate small procedure, but like die of something crazy, something else, right. Like pneumonia something. That's, right. That's, that's, that is because of a lack of hand washing. Hand washing is probably 80 to 100% of the reason why we have nosocomial infections inside the hospital. That's why when you go to hospitals now, even before the pandemic, you see sanitizer stations at like every 10 feet because homegrown infections inside a hospitals is a major, major problem. So if you're weak or elderly and you're going in for a, a procedure like a hip replacement, but you're 80, you're in danger if you stay in the hospital. That's another reason why they're trying to get you out of the hospital. ASAP, right. You want to get in... And get out of a hospital because that's where all the germs are. That's where all the sick people are. We're going to
0: wrap up really soon, but yeah. I just have to ask you this question: sure. um, Any reason why you believe maybe the nursing homes are getting hit so hard? Because I know elderly people have, you know, they're they're more susceptible to it. But if they're all in there together and they're not going anywhere, I mean, I've know like three cases right now of I have coworkers who parents who were in um home care um in uh, nursing home situations or extended uh places like that have passed away. Um but they're like but my parents don't go out. They they're literally in the home all day and they they have shut, they have shut the visitation down since like the end of February to um these um homes, but these elderly people are still getting it. So I'm like, "Are are people bringing it in that are working there? I know that sounds really harsh to say, but you know, it's it feels like it will be a safe place, and it's, for some reason, I feel like it's not for them.
3: It, again, just like a hospital is probably the worst place. Hand washing—I mean, so many people coming in and out of that place. Hand washing is probably the number one reason. But also, you're in a box. You're not getting outside. You're not getting any fresh air. All that air and that, that that stuff is just circulating. I, I don't know if you ever been to an old folks' nurse. Wow! Like just <laughs> the, the, wow. Uh, yeah. Yes. So imagine that. Imagine droplets, air droplets, people coughing, sneezing. I can see something like a, a virus spreading in that environment fairly quickly.
0: Okay. Makes sense. And yeah. they're vulnerable.
3: And they're vulnerable because of their age right? and their general condition.
0: Well, I I have to say, I am one of those people who had to shut down and shut off the news, shut off social media for like a week because it was terrifying. And I felt like every time I turned on the news, it was never a story of survival. It was always 10 stories. You're going to (laughs)
2: die.
0: Exactly. Or these horrible stories like my husband was up one day and the next day he just fell out in debt and i was just like i can't do it um and i agree like we need to hear more stories like your story or even your friend who survived the stroke and, and, and doesn't really have any um you know bad side effects from it because people need to understand that there's still hope so yeah. i want to personally thank you for sharing your story because it is a story of hope um, and people need to hear that i can't wait for our audience to be able to hear it as well um, are are you still out, are you still not back in to the in the hospital yet because of your job
3: so so we're we're um over the last month we've been uh cranking back up so we're about at uh 65 to 70% um and, and most it has to do with uh the flattening of the curve so i mean the pandemic has affected everybody so much so Surgeries have been shut down because a lot of people have to go to the ICU after surgery. Right. Well, mm-hmm. ICU capacity now is being reserved for COVID-19 patients. They need that capacity. So now that the curve is flattened, um, the IC, ICU capacity has gone down. So now we can ramp up the surgeries again and can, and go back to doing surgeries. There's uh, There's temperature testing. At the door, a lot of these facilities. Uh, it's a lot of things that they're doing. To you know, everyone has to get a get a uh, just testing in general. Everyone that comes to OR has to get a test,
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, a COVID nineteen test. So uh, we're figuring out ways to get testing done so we can resume our, our, our daily living. Great daily lives.
0: Well, you look good, Mister J. You know, <laughs> you survived. You looking good. Um, shout out to your wife for holding it down while you are uh, are sick. That's my rock,
3: that's my rock.
0: You know what they say, every strong man has a strong woman.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Mel can contest to that, I I got a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's a joke around here, I'm trying to get your uh, your son married.
3: (laughs) uh, Can can we get him a steady girlfriend first? It's steps, I know, I know. Like, like baby steps, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yeah,
1: he was, a couple years ago, he was over here talking about when you're gonna have kids. I'm like, uh, <laughs> when am I gonna
0: get a text back for When he first he has to like someone. <laughs> I,
3: I, I'm th- I'm just like, man, I, I'm being selfish, too. I I'm, I'm trying to take my young boy play basketball and go to his games. I'm already, you know, I'm, I'm I'm on the clock here, you know what I mean? I need to go to nah, a but see i told him i was like listen
1: man like 50 is the new 30. so as long as you keep eating right you'll be all right when you're
3: 70. you be all right. I'm, about to be, I'm about to be going to basketball games on 80 days right yeah so, right.
0: it's cool jay my parents tell me the same thing they were like look your babysitting situation is looking real <laughs> quick around here
3: real shady real shady yeah yeah you yeah.
0: better hurry up because in a minute it's about to be like oh they so cute and then right. let us- yeah and then right. I- no babysitting around here. That's but funny. But again, thank you, Mr. J, for coming on to the show. We really appreciate you. My you know, you come on here anytime. I gotta ask you before you go. You may not be able to go to an Eagles game this year. Woo!
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <that's, laughs> How you feeling about that?
1: But but he may he may save a couple of dollars in his pocket though.
3: I'm, feeling <laughs> bad, but I'm gonna lose a couple of dollars too. We got that RV, man. We can't use. All RV. right. Um, right. So I'm 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 um, I'm um a little bummed about it, but I will not be going to a game. I will not be getting in an RV with a bunch of people, and I will not be tailgating until this thing is over. And, and it could be a, a year and a half. I mean, yeah. a year until we uh, totally get rid of COVID. Or we all go ahead and get sick, get antibodies, and we do that herd immunity thing and we're over it. But I don't see this year as being salvaged at this point. I, I will not be going to it. But, I mean, do you know how I'm hugging and High fiving and that goes on in a football game. I know, it's crazy. I'm surprised we all didn't get sick anyway. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) people,
1: a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, people throwing up everywhere and just like,
2: it's it's pretty crazy. So, yeah, it's wild.
0: All right, everybody, there you have it. It's another episode of Lauren Re Live, the quarantine edition with my boy the Gentleman. Again, Mm -hmm. make sure you are following us on all social media uh, platforms and all streaming platforms as well. Shout out to our other shows, uh, uh, Just Grub It and also the Uncensored Podcast. We are all still working and doing our thing right now, so maybe make sure you guys are uh, catching up on all of our shows right now. And shout out to the whole Water Ice team. Waterice.com is your scoop to Philly. Jay, you got anything you want to add?
1: I mean, take your vitamins, be active get your mental health right and wash your hands i mean
0: <laughs> it's pretty simple right
1: pretty simple yeah if you can find and, some
0: vitamin c and some zinc grab it i was in target like this on the <laughs>
3: <laughs> It's yeah, bathroom. amazon Amazon's is still available on amazon so
0: there uh, you
3: go and, and ordered a couple weeks ahead of time like i'm i'm down to my last bottom i'm already gonna put a, another order in so. listen
0: when we get off of here. You're gonna have to send that uh, sh- send Jay the link of the zinc that you get so I can order it. Cause I wanna <laughs> I wanna know what that I'm looks good. like.
1: I got I got some zinc from CVS. Like I, I'm I'm Gucci. Like I'm good. Cool. I'll take a picture of it and text it to him.
0: Cool. Thank you. Perfect. Perfect. All right, everybody. You know how we end this show. Not all superheroes wear capes, but sometimes
1: sometimes we they
2: headphones. wear headphones.
0: Peace. Bye, everybody. Thanks,
2: Pop.